It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Who will the Dallas Cowboys hire to replace Dan Quinn? We discuss the top three candidates on this episode of the Locked On Cowboys podcast. You are Locked On Cowboys, your daily Dallas Cowboys podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We'd like to thank you for making us your first listen of the day. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers can get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Just visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to get started. I am your host, Marcus Mosher. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosher. Joining me today, as always, is Landon McCool. You can check him out on Twitter at McCoolBCB. And Landon, the Dallas Cowboys are going to have a new defensive coordinator. We knew that. Dan Quinn moving on to the Washington Commanders. We thought there was a really good chance that Joe Witt was going to be the next Mm. defensive coordinator of the Cowboys. That's not happening either. He's agreed to be Washington's defensive coordinator. So the Cowboys are looking for someone to run their defense. We've heard some veteran coaches out there. We're going to run through the top three candidates. And let's start with Mike Zimmer, who is interviewing today for that job. Yeah, uh, and we've talked a little bit about Zimmer. And frankly, Zimmer should be, you know, a, a familiar name for Cowboys fans. I mean, obviously, he spent a very long time with Dallas, uh, mostly during the uh, the the Parcells era. Uh, you know, as a defensive backs coach and a defensive coordinator, and and, and lots of other aspects of the defensive uh, backfield area. Uh, and you know has been a, uh, a stalwart for almost eight years at, at the Minnesota Vikings as a, as their head coach up until 2021. Um, you know he's famous for having uh, a kind of these unique defenses that that kind of use different uh, tools to kind of uh, expose weaknesses in offense. Uh, you know he was obviously very famous for this kind of mug defense where he. Uh, would attack the double A gaps, and and then uh, as the years kind of went on, he he developed sort of more of a of a uh, of a Saban philosophy on the back end. You know, a lot more cover seven man match stuff. Uh, you know, on the outside. So uh, you know, he's he's definitely known for being. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know what the, the the proper term for this, but a hard coach, uh, someone who coaches folks hard. Uh, and, and can be uh, tough uh, uh, on on his co- on his players, much like Bill Parcells was, right? He kind of comes from that sort of old school mentality. Uh, but he, you know, it's interesting. He's he's extremely kind of old school in a lot of ways. But it, since football is extremely cyclical, uh, a lot of his old school thought processes and, and, and methodologies are kind of coming more into uh, coming back around into style. So. Uh, I, I I think you know there is a lot to 
like about Mike Zimmer, the defensive coordinator, that uh, uh, doesn't necessarily speak to Mike Zimmer, the head coach, which I think mm-hmm. is some of the issues that he had that left him, uh, that made him leave Minnesota. Uh, I, he is one of these guys that I am interested to see what he can do as in a purely defensive coordinator role where he's only having to deal with that side of the ball and not kind of the larger issues of, of being a head coach. So I asked uh, somebody who knows the Vikings really well, who's like an ex-NOS guy over there. Uh, what do he, what does he think about Zimmer as just a defensive coordinator? Like, can you give me one word to sum him up? And he said, he's a chameleon. He will change and he will uh, tinker and he'll adapt his scheme every single year, kind of based on some trends. He isn't just, Hey, this is my scheme and this is how I run it. He very much is, Hey, what's the trend of the NFL? Okay. Let's, let's see how we can use our players to, to put them in the best position to make plays. Um, you just you described him as a hard coach. There's a lot of ways I wish I could describe him, but I can't say him on a podcast. That's, that's uh, uh, my problem too. Right. Yeah. Um, I do think the year off, or actually it would be two years off for him now, I, I bet have, have done him some favors because just knowing Mike Zimmer a little bit, you know that he went back into his office and was researching and uh, coming up with new ways to stop offenses. I don't want to give away who I like the best of these three guys, but I would be very excited about Mike Zimmer back with the Cowboys as a defensive coordinator. I I just think for, especially for this team, Landon, like, Mike McCarthy is going into the last year of his deal. If this was a new coach, a young coach, maybe I would want somebody who's a little bit younger that you could kind of start to develop. But if we're just trying to do this thing for a year, who better than, than Mike Zimmer to come in and help you try to win some games? Yeah, you know, it's funny. I You reached out to some folks. I reached out to Cody Alexander, who you guys may know is a, is a coach that has written a couple of really great books. And if you get a chance, you should definitely check them out. And I just said, hey, you know, I just wanted a quick, quick opinion from him about what he thought about a potential of, of, a, of a Zimmer defensive coordinatorship for Dallas. And he said that he thinks he would be more aggressive than Dan Quinn. Uh, defense, you know, he says defense wasn't really an issue when he was in Minnesota. Always had very good secondaries will not run as much dime and nickel, which I think that part is the kind of the real big thing is that it'll be a major shift away from kind of the dime and nickel all yep. the time sort of looks the Cowboys have been doing to something a little bit more traditional. So uh, that will be interesting to see. And, and, and I do want to add in one last thing is that I, I think one thing that does interest me about Zimmer and about kind of what he's been doing is that he did consult for Deion Sanders at Jackson State. I think he did mm-hmm. a little bit of work for them in Colorado as well. Uh, uh, so I, I do like the idea that he's had to kind of keep up with what's been going on in college football and keeping up with kind of the newer trends and how to attack those. So, uh, I, I think those are all very positive reactions to, to, to what happened at the end of his Minnesota career, getting some, uh, uh you know, a development of, of his craft in college yeah. to see what, what the next trends are. Yeah. A couple other things that I want to mention, I think for, the current talent that the Cowboys have on the roster, Zimmer just makes a lot of sense. Like he's going to know how to use Demarcus Lawrence. Like Trayvon Diggs would be an, an unbelievable corner in his scheme. And so would Deron Bland. I, I think both those guys fit in really well. I think Donovan Wilson could have like a career year as that box yeah. safety who's doing a lot of blitzing. Um, I think they would find ways to, to use Micah Parsons. We saw Daniil Hunter developed really well with Mike Zimmer. Anthony Barr 
which I mean, Parsons is a far, far better player than Anthony Barr. Yeah. They did yeah. they did a lot of cool things with Anthony Barr as well, you know, lining him up over the center and uh, blitzing him off, you know, just, just finding interesting ways to let him uh, make an impact. I talked to, oh man, I'm trying to see how to describe this guy, a very prominent X and O person in the NFL. And they said, if the Cowboys hire Zimmer, they will upgrade the defensive coordinator. Now that's just mm-hmm. one person's opinion, but mm-hmm. there are a lot of people out there that really believe that Zimmer, especially with all of the Shanahan trees and all the yeah. Shanahan coaches would be an upgrade. And I don't know if you saw the, the, the graphic that's uh, Cowboy stats and graphics, mm-hmm. Daniel Houston post, finally the posting graphics once again, <laughs> Zimmer's EPA against the Shanahan tree yeah. is like yeah. the second best in the NFL over the last seven years. And we've been talking about this for a while. Like if the Cowboys are going to make a run in the NFC, they're going to have to get past Kyle Shanahan, Sean McVay, uh, Matt LaFleur. Why not go out and get the guy that's been the best at stopping them? Well, I mean, this is the guy that was around when uh, his when Shanahan's dad was around exactly. running his offenses originally. So he probably has some of the secret sauce to stop it, even in, in its kind of advanced form. So, uh, yeah, uh, we, we will talk about uh, uh, the, our most interesting candidates, but I, I definitely think he is uh, one that is very interesting, to, be, to be say the least. Do you think Zimmer could talk Terrence Newman out to come giving us like 15, 20 snaps a game. Newman followed Zimmer to Cincinnati and then back to Minnesota. I have no doubt that Z- that Newman could still give you 15 or 20 snaps. I know that for plot. sure. Yeah. 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 I mean, he, he, he could still come out and run, I bet. Uh, all right. Let's talk about some other candidates that the Cowboys are interviewing this week, uh, starting with Wink Martindale of the New York Giants. We will get to that next. This episode is brought to you by DoorDash. Did the game go to timeout? Time to order in with DoorDash. Is it halftime? That is ordering in time. Two-minute warning. You got it. That is your cue to order in. Whenever the game clock stops, it's time to order with DoorDash. Order chips, dips, nachos, or whatever you need. Pizza, wings, burgers, or even just buns on DoorDash and get it all delivered without missing the game. Get prepared before game day. Stock up on your favorite appetizers and order all of your tailgate gear on DoorDash. Then get ready to watch your team win. Get 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $15 or more on your first order when you download the DoorDash app and enter promo code LOCK23. Subject to change, terms apply. Again, that is 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $15 or more on your first order when you download the DoorDash app and enter promo code LOCK23, subject to change, terms apply. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. It what brings home the winning trophy. It's also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered, and with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for, and with the eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride the first time or your money back, because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply eBay guaranteed fit only available to U.S. customers. 
Welcome back to the Lotton Cowboys podcast. Lotton has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Lotton Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Lotton, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Lotton Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. All right, Lana, let's talk about Wink Martindale, who uh, the Giants... Well, they said mutually agreed to uh, move on from this mm-hmm. offseason. That's back-to-back years that we've seen Mar- Wink Martindale get kind of moved off of. Um, what are your thoughts on the Cowboys bringing him in? Uh, well, uh, you know, I, I actually think you and I had discussed, uh, uh, you know, Wink and, 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 and how just vastly different his scheme, you know, just on the outset looks than, than Quinn's does, right. It's a, it's a lot more focused on pressure and manufactured pressure, uh, blitzing, uh, you know, sometimes high risk blitzing. Um, you know, uh, here is my, I'm going to talk about two things and I'm going to talk about them separately because I think that they are kind of separate. Let's talk about wink, the, the defensive coordinator and the candidate overall, and then how he fits or doesn't necessarily with the Cowboys, right? I think Wink has kind of gotten a bad rap a little bit. He made, I think he made a bad decision, career choice. I mean, maybe he didn't have a lot of the choices, but he went to New York when, uh, you know, they, I think that maybe he looked, they looked a little bit more of an appetizing team. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think personnel really handcuffed Wink as, as the last few years have kind of gone on. I think he did finally get a guy in Ojolari, um, and, and, and a guy in, in Thibodeau that could kind of rush the passer a little bit, but it mm-hmm. came late in his career. And Thibodeau isn't exactly quite where they want him to be yet. And, and I think developed as a, as an elite pass rusher. Um, and I think that, you know, <laughs> I will say this, I, I, I have a hard time remembering a defensive coordinator that's had worse luck with injuries in their defensive backfield, right? Oh like gosh, think yeah. about, think about all the injuries that the, the giants have suffered in that backfield. And then, that last year in Baltimore, if I'm not mistaken, he lost both uh, Marcus uh, uh, Marcus Peters and Marlon Marcus Humphrey. Peters and, yep. and Marlon Humphreys at the end of by the end of that year, and he didn't uh, have Roquan either. So it's not yeah, like they right. had awesome linebacker play either. So you know he has. I, I do think that you know he has drawn up some really incredible stuff. You've seen it throughout the years. He's been able to make things happen with lesser talent at times, but I think overall because he hasn't had kind of elite talent in a while uh, it's, it's kind of taken a toll on his, you know, defenses rankings and that sort of thing. So this is all a very long winded way of saying, I, I like the idea of Don Martindale, Wink Martindale as a uh, defensive coordinator, as an X's and O's guy, as a more stable Rob Ryan, I would say, uh, I think is, is, you know, he's, he's kind of of the Ryan tree, but I feel like maybe a little bit, you know, kind of, more sound, not, not necessarily quite as uh, not, not that they're not sound, but they're just, they're crazy, man. They'll, they'll blitz from anywhere and anytime for no reason. Um, having said all that, right. I think the problem I have with wink is the fit with the Cowboys, right? Because here's the thing, you know, there are two big things here that are, that are at play, right? The Cowboys clearly. And, and I think that this is something that we didn't really mention specifically, but what has been mentioned by some of the beat writers is that, it sounds like the Cowboys are interested 
in hiring a defensive coordinator that has some head coaching background, right? And that I, I imagine that has to do with the fact that if they wanted to get rid of Mike McCarthy midseason or something like that, they wanted somebody steady who could put their hand on the ship that has experience that they wouldn't have to like, you know, scramble to find a, 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 a temporary head coach, right? Sure. sure. Um, Week Martindale doesn't have that. So th- he's an extremely experienced defensive coordinator, but he has not had any head coaching experience. And then the other thing I think that is is the kind of big strike against him, just as far as his fit with the Cowboys, is kind of what we've discussed earlier. It's such a change from what they previously had. And I think that this is a concern with these other folks too, Zimmer and Rivera. I just think it's more severe with Martindale that, that it's going to take – I would say multiple seasons to get this group up to speed with the Martindale defense. And and I don't know that this team wants to have, you know, commit to a multiple season situation with the defensive coordinator. Yeah. So I think that that's really my big, my biggest, I have other issues and I don't know that he necessarily is the best choice of defensive coordinator just in a vacuum anyways. But even if he was, I do think that those two things that we mentioned are pretty serious roadblocks for his candidacy as the Dallas Cowboys defense coordinator. I also have some concerns about his personality. There was a yeah. report that came out was it right at the end of the year about him and Brian Dable just not getting along. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do wonder like, how would he mesh with Mike McCarthy? How would he mesh with the players on the team? I will say one of the things that makes Wink such an attractive defensive coordinator is that generally his teams have been pretty good at stopping the run. Um, He gets those guys to play the run really well. I was watching a a clinic video of him the other day, talking about how rushing the passer is something that you, it's a a privilege, not a right. Like we've got to stop the run first and everything that on their defense is built about trying to get to third down rather than, Hey, let's stop the run under the way to the quarterback. Like his run fits are just so much better than even Dan Quinn, who obviously had some issues with that before. So I can see why there's some an appeal there. But if there, if there was like a sliding scale of like how aggressive you want to be, your defensive yeah. coordinator would be, he would be at 100. Right? Like yeah. there, there, There's not a defensive coordinator that is more aggressive than Wink Martindale. And I don't know if that's always what Dallas is needing. I, I don't think more aggressiveness is what Dallas's issue was last year, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, there certainly is a... a... A, a a point of diminishing returns, right? And I think you look at what Dak was able to do against these defenses, and and you know, if you get if you face a quarterback like Dak who's cerebral, has all the answers, knows where his hots are, uh, and doesn't panic in the face of a blitz, Martindale's stuff can kind of his fastball does you know can get blasted over the left field wall, you know. So you have to be careful there. Yeah. Uh, you wonder how much and how more successful the blitz, uh, you know, would work with better personnel. And and maybe he doesn't blitz as much with better personnel and better pass rushers. Right. And that's Uh, the hope, right? Like I still think he's aggressive, but he's not sending eight on a second and nine, you know, because he doesn't need to, right. He may not need to as much, right. Maybe that's the case, but yeah, he's an interesting dude. He's definitely, I would say of these three, he's the most unique, right? He's the most uh, swinging the other way than what I would imagine Ron Rivera might suddenly do. And I was like comparing him to like Brandon Staley, who we've not heard that the Cowboys have any interest in, by the way, but like Brandon Staley is the opposite. Like he just doesn't want to ever blitz. Wing Martindale wants to blitz you on every single play, regardless of the situation. 
I do think it can work if you have the right corners and maybe the Cowboys do have the right corners. You know, if Diggs comes back hundred percent healthy, Deron Bland keeps it up. Maybe you bring back Gilmore, you bring back Jordan Lewis. Maybe you do have the corners to run this defense instead of who was it? Cordero Flott, who we were talking about last year, like having to cover CD lamb one-on-one. If you have the corners and you could play that style of defense, it's, it's really, really hard, but I, Again, I'm going to come, keep coming back to the Shanahan trees. I don't know if Wink is the guy to stop a Kyle Shanahan, a Sean McVay, a Matt Wilfloor. It just doesn't seem like his defense is built for that. Yeah, I, I, I tend to agree. I think it's probably very easily exposed by, like I said, cerebral quarterbacks or quarterbacks being puppeted by Kyle Shanahan. Exactly, exactly, uh, because those are definitely two different things, without a doubt. Well, probably uh, the same result at the, at the yeah, end of the day, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, all right, let's talk about Ron Rivera, who has been mentioned in rumor for this job for weeks now. Uh, let's discuss what the Cowboys' defense would look like with him in charge next. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Happy Super Bowl to all who celebrate from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. If you're like me, Super Bowl Sunday is all about scoring the best seat on the couch and grabbing your favorite football snacks, throwing those swings, and placing some super bets. I have already started to play some bets this week. I, I went to FanDuel this morning. I bet on will there be a, two, a successful two-point conversion. Uh, it's always fun. We see these teams be really aggressive in the, in the Super Bowl. So that's one of my favorites right now. There's also so many other different ways to bet on the Super Bowl. You can bet on who's going to score the first touchdown, how many points will be scored, and so much more. New customers. If you join today, you'll get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Just visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to sign up. That is FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sportsbook partner of the NFL. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, Lana, let's talk about Ron Rivera. We, we've spent a lot of time talking about what his defense would look like, but uh, could you give us a quick, you know, pros and cons to Ron Rivera? Well, I think the pros and cons, I mean, the biggest pro to me is that I, I think of these three, that the learning curve for kind of getting into what a Ron Rivera defense would look like would be probably the, the slightest, right? I, I think okay. that you could run a very similar kind of, hybrid defense of of ron rivera and 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 quinn and and i think you would probably uh uh you would lessen the the kind of necessary learning curve of of dealing with changing of the calls and a lot of the other things in a very similar manner now i do think that rivera may uh you know play less nickel play less dime than 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 quinn did because obviously that's really where quinn was starting to lean in uh, at the end of his uh, tenure here uh, I think you will see kind of more of an emphasis on the linebackers with Ron Rivera. I mean, just because Rivera was a linebacker guy. Mm-hmm. So uh, I do think that there there will be 
uh, a little bit more of that. I would imagine that you would see less of the NASCAR package than you than you had previously, though I do think that on third downs he wouldn't be afraid to deploy that. But I don't I wouldn't think that I think that you're gonna see more big bodies on the defensive line. I think uh, that yeah. that would be a big thing yeah. as well. Uh, well, Dan so, Quinn's not going to use all those big bodies over there. I wonder if we can trade for like Deron Payne or Jonathan Allen. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, he doesn't get to carry any of those guys just with him out of the the Washington facility and and, and bring them over to Dallas if he signs. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I do think that the you know the kind of emphasis on on the talent up front across the, the defensive line and not just the ends that would be something that would uh, you know kind of change with Rivera. I think Rivera is very clean. I, I think it's just a it's it's a it's nothing to get excited about, to be it's honest. Single, but I think right, yeah. you make contact yeah, I, with the ball. Yeah, you're, exactly. You're it's average. it's like a it's a solid, you know, on base hit, right? Like yeah. you, yeah. Like I, so, I think Rivera is a is a good fallback uh, if you're not going to uh, accept. Uh, look, I mean, let me be clear again, just to reiterate, my personal preference was for them to find a way to get Wit back, or you know, to find a kind of way to continue the continuity. Which, by the way, uh, just really quickly. I, why do we think Witt left? Because he he was talking even earlier this year about how his dream job was to be the Cowboys' defensive coordinator. What I've got my thoughts, but I want to hear yours. I think he he probably knows more than what we know, right? Like that that he probably wasn't going to get that job. That the Cowboys were probably interested in hiring. <laughs> let's get Ron through Ron Rivera, and then let's we could talk about who. Like, on, there's a very clear dark uh, uh, front runner in this list, and we'll talk about it. But I have to imagine that. That just to kind of finish, Wit probably got word that, that that there's a very clear front runner and that he wasn't it. And Wit isn't like uh, Rivera and Martindale, where he's a known quantity, right? Like it, it's basically the Cowboys and Washington that probably wants him. So he probably went with the known quantity, right? He know he knows he he has that job, uh, and so he took the job while he still had it available to him. And 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 I think that. You know, it makes some some career sense. You probably had to risk the job, your dream job, in order to you know to get job security. But back to Rivera, I, I do think that he's you know he's probably the guy that, uh, even though you're hiring someone outside the building, he fits the mold of wanting somebody outside the building, wanting somebody that has some head coaching experience, but would be the like I said, the candidate that's the closest to an internal hire in the sense that I don't know how much he would want to come in here and you know redo everything. I think he would probably try to do something similar to what McCarthy did to with Kellen Kellen Moore in the offense when he came in. My, my only issue with Ron Rivera is it's been a long time since he's been like the primary play caller on yeah, defense. Jack Del Rio did it in Washington. Uh, he had was it Sean McDermott running his defenses when he was in Carolina and those Panthers teams were really good. So it would just be a little bit of a transition period, but I think he would figure it out pretty quickly as for Joe Witt. I think he took the Washington job knowing that it's probably a more stable long-term outlook for him because, because if Mike McCarthy is on a one-year deal and let's say this year the Cowboys go, I don't know, 12 and five and lose in round two in the playoffs, McCarthy is probably not coming back. Right. And that means that the whole coaching staff probably isn't coming back because you're going to go out and hire whoever, Ben Johnson, Mike Vrabel, Bill Belichick, and they're going to want their own guys. So for wit, it probably made more sense to, Hey, I'm going to Washington. I'm going to sign a new four-year deal. This guarantees me making it up ten more million dollars. I, I understand why he did it. So now that we know Witt's not going to be the defensive coordinator of these three guys, and you can feel free to mention somebody else, but who do you want to be the defensive coordinator? 
I mean, I think it, it all, all the stars are aligning for Zimmer, it seems like, right? And, and, and it makes some sense. You know, I mean, he's had a couple of years away. I think he has the highest ceiling of what we can get out of him. Um, I do think that, you know, it, it, it's almost like he's in the Goldilocks zone a little bit between these guys, right? Where yeah. Yeah. where he's he's not quite as different as Martindale, but he's he's more different enough that you feel like you're getting a, a, a market maybe improvement, but at least a change, right? He's not quite as similar to Quinn as Rivera potentially could be. Um, but that's also a good thing too, because you, d- you really don't want to just do the same thing necessarily uh, as you did last year, which I mean, would have been a downside to any of these internal hires, right? So uh, I do think that I can be convinced that Zimmer is the guy that gives you the highest upside of these coaches. And, and, and I could probably even be convinced into saying, you know, uh, that, that this is a situation where Zimmer might be uh, uh, an improvement. Like, like, like your, like your source said mm-hmm. uh, at the defensive coordinator position, depending on like, you know, how he's developed as a coach over these last few years and how he's kind of learned and studied the game these last few years. So uh, to me, I think Zimmer is the guy that, if I had my druthers that I would probably choose. There's no perfect defensive coordinator candidate out there. All of these guys have warts. All of them have strengths. I just think for what the Cowboys need right now, I think Zimmer best fills that need. Right. And I think I do worry about their defense struggling like the first 12 weeks of the season. I've got no doubt that it's going to get better, especially in the second half of the year, as long as they can stay relatively healthy but I do think the upside is that he generally knows how to stop good offenses and his style of defense does play well in the playoffs. Give me Mike Zimmer. That's that's as of right now, that's the guy I want. Yeah, I think it makes some sense for sure. And, and, you know, the more we've kind of learned a lot about this situation, uh, it does seem that Zimmer is not only the, the front runner choice, but the choice that, you know, probably makes the most sense to all of us. And we should mention really quickly, he has experience with the Joneses. Obviously he was here forever, right? He also has experience with Mike McCarthy. They coached in the same division for how many years against one another. That's a connection right there. Um, I, I I just think this one makes the most sense. I, I, I could see Zimmer coming in and having success pretty quickly for the Cowboys. That is it for today's show. We want to thank you for making Lockdown Cowboys your first listen every single day. Go check out the channel on YouTube. We post videos every single day over there. Go download the podcast wherever you get your podcasts. We are free and available on all platforms. Follow Landon on Twitter at McCoolBCB. I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier, and we will see you right back here tomorrow. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? 
Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. 